Let's spend a little time now in the word of the Lord. If you have your Bibles with you, join me in Luke chapter uh, 16, 1 to 15. It's the uh, gospel reading uh, for us today. As we continue with Jesus in this season we call Pentecost, it's the season that's marked in the life of the body of Christ from the coming of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit lighting himself on fire in the church through people's hearts and faith. It's this season now that, le- that, that moves through uh, until uh, the time we call Advent, uh, a, a spe- some special weeks of preparation for the Christmas season, the celebration of the coming of, of the Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach. These days are marked by green, growth, uh, kingdom truth being manifested among us. For us today, we see again in Luke chapter 16, Jesus is speaking to his disciples, and the Pharisees are overhearing this conversation as he's moving through a particular area called Perea. It's on the east side of the Jordan River. It was a place that was populated not just by the Israelites, the people of the Old Covenant, God's chosen people of the Old Covenant, but it was also populated by Gentiles. So there's a mixed crowd here. And in the setting of this mixed crowd, Jesus gives to us this parable. A parable of the rich man and his manager. And in all of this, we finally get to the point of the parable. Jesus is telling his disciples of the truths of the kingdom. He asks them, really, are you osmophobia? You know that word? Osmophobia? Osmophobia is the, is the fear of stenches, of smells, of odors. So much so that that fear changes your life. That's what Jesus really is getting down to in this parable. Because we hear him summarize the truth in this verse, verse 15. What people value highly, what we value in our lives, what we think is important, really is detestable to God. Now, that word detestable that Jesus uses there isn't just detestable in a way that we might think on the surface, something that we don't want to have anything to do with, do with that's, that's true, but it goes down into a deeper truth of a spiritual stench. Deligma is what Jesus is saying. Are you deligma? Are you detestable to the Lord because of your sinfulness, the choices you're making, that which you're valuing highly in life, but really is a stench, an odor to the Lord? I want you to be osmophobia, (laughs) really is what Jesus is saying to us. I want you to fear, I want you to detest that which is anything that leads you away from the truths of my kingdom. Because when people, this is a kingdom truth, when people pursue anything else than the first love of me in their lives, when people are giving themselves to any other kind of truth or purpose in life, it's detestable to me. It's a stench in my nostrils. And I can't have anything to do with that. The truth that Jesus summarizes for us is that no one can serve two masters. And this is, this is part of the struggle that we have in our own hearts and lives, which Jesus is bringing out to us now, is that the reason why We're like filthy rags. The reason why sometimes people don't want to smell us, much less the Lord God sees us as filthy rags, 
is because we're trying to have one foot in the kingdom and another foot in this world. I can't in my calling as a child of Christ. I can't have on one foot a stinky, smelly odor to the Lord and yet live in the pureness and holiness of the Lord my God. To have this on one foot and this on another foot is what Jesus is saying. You can't serve two masters. It's detestable to me. And in fact, he goes on to say to the Pharisees, you justify yourselves, but God knows what's in your heart. You think you're getting away with that, one, one foot in one kingdom and one foot in another, but God knows this. Don't try to justify yourselves. <laughs> no. I've called you to be mine. You belong to me. I want you to be that sweet-smelling aroma of the good news of a life changed unto eternity. Isn't that why I've given my one and only son to you? That you might be dressed not just in the purity of a sock on your foot, but the whole robe of Christ's righteousness that defines us in Jesus. To be a sweet-smelling aroma unto the Lord, which he breathes in and welcomes into his presence. Christ, in fact, we know this, loves us and gave himself up for us as A fragrant offering and sacrifice to the Lord God Almighty. This was Jesus' work for us. This was Jesus' purpose for coming and living among us and giving to us this kingdom truth to live it out. To offer himself as that sweet, smelling sacrifice as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus, the Lamb of God who bears upon himself All of our sin, all of our shame, that which is detestable as filthy rags unto the Lord. And in the incredible washing machine of eternity, the washing machine of his cross, washed in the blood of Jesus, so he clothes us in the purity of his goodness and grace. To be a sweet, sweet smelling aroma unto the Lord. called into the fellowship with Jesus and to live there is to hear his call and claim in our life, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and might. Have no other gods before me, but set me alone as the one who defines your living. How do we do that? What does that look like day in and day out? Because what Jesus has called us into is uh, is belonging to the Lord God, uh, the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing in this sinful world, rag, dirty, sock-filled world. We are those who are the aroma of Christ to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. You servants today who are dedicated and given unto the Lord, That's our number one purpose, is to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. We talk about it in the mission, sharing the life and love of Jesus Christ with all. And in your respective roles, in those respective ways in which you're serving, that's your goal. That's your purpose. And for all of us as God's people, each day as we live, this is our purpose. This is our calling, sharing the life and love of Jesus Christ with all by spreading the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. Grocery store, school, home 
neighborhood, even behind that driver who cut you off. <laughs> Spread the aroma of Jesus Christ. How is this done? Well, Paul writes to Timothy, and Sue read these words earlier. Here's the truth, where Paul would say, I urge then that, first of all, petitions and prayers and intercessions, thanksgivings, be made for all people. That's a way that we can spread the aroma of Christ Jesus, by praying for all people. And he goes on and defines that, praying for kings, governors, rulers. Jesus would tell us, pray for your enemies. Pray for all people. Pray for them. Pray for that person who just cut you off in front of you. Pray for that classmate, that co-worker. Pray for your family at home. Pray for all people, lifting them up before the Lord. I don't know if you remember this. John, the apostle, writing to the seven churches in the book we call Revelation, he gives us a glimpse in one of the visions of that book of, of our life and what life is like in eternity. And he paints that picture, that vision, in this kind of way. As, this, as the, uh, the church is gathered around the throne, represented by those 24 elders, as the kingdom of God, the good news, is represented around the throne by those four incredible beasts. So the, the elders there and all the saints, all the people who have gone on before us, who, those who are in Christ Jesus by faith are gathered around the throne, and we're told they're all holding a harp and a bowl of incense. So if you've ever, never played an instrument before, you'll know how to play the harp, apparently, in heaven. <laughs> and you're also going to be holding a bowl of incense. And John describes by the Holy Spirit what that's like. That bowl of incense is rising up to the one who sits on the throne, and he describes it as the prayers of God's people, the church. <laughs> when you pray, when you act and live out as that sweet-smelling aroma of Christ, and you lift up people, it's like a sweet-smelling aroma of incense in the nostrils of our saving God. Picture that next time you, you pray, next time we pray, that what we're saying is like aroma, an aroma going up into the Lord God. What a beautiful picture that is. It paints for us the reality of a conversation with our saving God and the living out of our lives as his people. The exercise of our faith in this particular way. And there's another way, too, that Paul talks to Timothy about living as a sweet aroma, one whose sins are forgiven, life has been changed. He talks about it in verse 2. To live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. That flies totally against our American culture. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. How many followers do you have, right? How can I make an easy, quick buck? The Spirit says to us, live godly, peaceful, and quiet lives. The aroma of the Lord that emanates from you is going to be different than the world living around you. To pursue those things of holiness, of the kingdom. To be that sweet aroma to the world that's looking for an identity, a purpose, something to grasp onto in life. You know what it is. 
May that sweet aroma of a peaceful, quiet life, living in all godliness and holiness, be evident to all in this world that's, a, that's filled with stinky socks, needs the washing machine of eternity, the robe of Christ's righteousness to dress us unto eternity. Friends, this is part of the, the journey that we share together in Jesus as his disciples. The aroma of Christ raised up for our sacrifice now lives in us and through us as God's people to the praise and glory of our Lord. That sweet-smelling sacrifice is given once and for all. And you know that. You've been claimed in it to the glory of our saving God. May each one of us, all of us, live in a way exercising that truth so that we too emanate that sweet aroma of Jesus' love. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the joy of your word that marks our lives, for taking that which is filthy in your sight and making it clean and holy. That's us. And dressing us in that robe of righteousness that smells of the sweet aroma of Jesus' sacrifice. That we are that aroma to the world on behalf of Jesus. Move our hearts, mark our lives by these truths of your kingdom. In prayer, in peaceful and quiet living in all godliness and holiness. As an example of you, of your kingdom, and your great love for us in Jesus. By the power of the Holy Spirit, make this known in our lives, dear Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. May the peace of God that passes our understanding keep our hearts and minds. In Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen.